0: You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Make sure you hit that follow button, that subscribe button, wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. So we're delivered to your eyes and ears as soon as we upload. And I know that makes it easy for you, but we appreciate you making us your first listen. Either way, James, today we're going to dive into, as is tradition in the offseason, a weekend mailbag. And I know that we got some fun ones today talking about our our Chad Johnson Ocho Cinco debate yesterday. And the first one we have here is from Matt Mattis at Matt Ice 28 Mattis 28. Not sure how that's pronounced. He wants to know about Jesse Bates being hard to deal with could you see as a result a trade of Jesse Bates <laughs> yeah. for draft picks and then mm-hmm. using that money, that $13 million or so, that, that would free up if they were to find a trade partner to sign Tyron Matthew to a two- to four-year deal similar to Lyle Collins' deal, another LSU connection who has been recently praising Joe Burrow in national media.
1: I like this. You know why? Because it's creative. Uh, there's multi-steps to it. And it's something that the Bengals should have a conversation about. And let's leave Tyron Matthew out of this, and I will get to him. But the Jesse Bates part of it. If they don't think they can get a deal done, and I don't mean probably this offseason, all right? So I think Jesse Bates is going to be a Bengal in 2022. But if talks stall again and the franchise tag, uh, the deadline to extend him comes and goes, and he goes – into the year playing on the franchise tag. Well, what are you gonna do next year? You're just gonna let him walk and take a third round pick for him? That that and a compensatory pick? Uh, you might not even get that because guess what? You've been pretty aggressive in free agency. So a year from now, I think that should be, and it's not really how the Bengals have operated, but I think that's kind of how they should approach it. If Jesse Bates plays well and they tag him again next offseason. Because they haven't been able to reach an extension, then one of two things. Either you're like, all right, I'm okay with paying him 15 million-ish and giving him 27, 28 million guaranteed over two seasons. And, and you know, maybe we let him walk and that'll be it. Or maybe you do try to get a uh, field calls and, and go that route. And so I do think the Bengals should be open to that aspect of it. I don't think that Tyron Matthew is tied to Jesse Bates and I get they're both safeties and the idea of replacing Bates with Matthew. It sounds good, but they're actually different players, completely different players. And so even though they both say safety, it's like saying in my eyes, well, do you want to replace Chido Awuzie with Mike Hilton? Well, they, they're just different players, even though they're both labeled corner. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I think Matthew's different. He's um, he's going to be around the ball much more as far as, or, or around the, uh, in the box, excuse me, around the ball as far as running backs go. He's going to make plays that way. And he's also 30, and that's the other part of it where we're about to be 30. We haven't seen the Bengals go after a lot of these guys. So I wouldn't rule it out. I told someone never say never this week when it comes to Tyron Matthew because if he's still there after the draft and – you know, he went to Houston a few years ago, signed a one-year $7 million deal after he got released by the Cardinals. And I think it was because he – wanted to try to chase a title. And this is when Houston was good. You never say never, right? If things stall out with the Saints, they're rumored to be interested. The Steelers are rumored to be interested. Yeah, I don't, you know, I I wouldn't be shocked. And then you'd see a bunch of three safety looks, but I don't think Jesse Bates' future is tied to Matthews or vice versa, even though I do think that there are some points there that that Mattis brings up.
0: Yeah, I I think that I agree that if they have to franchise him again next year, they should explore a trade. If they can get one done, great. I think that that might be challenging. but maybe. First rounder.
1: That would yeah. be the asking price. You know that.
0: And they wouldn't get it. I, I don't think there's you any sure? way. Unless he unless he has an all-pro year. And if he has an all-pro year, they probably have less of a problem paying him unless they're trying to squirrel money away for Joe Burrow, which we discussed when we talked to Brad earlier this week and, and looked at the future of Joe Burrow's deal. The other thing about this is Tyron Matthew, I... I know you mentioned he took a smaller deal for Houston. I think that yeah. there were also some questions about him at that point in time. It wasn't like he was in the, he didn't have the reputation that he has now at that point for that you one think? year. For, for, I don't, he's know. one of the, oh, okay. I, thought I don't he was think great he, in Arizona. I don't think he Go takes ahead. a one year deal. And, that was and when the so, safety like, market
1: was bad too.
0: Keep yeah. On. And that's a part of it. But I don't think he's taking a deal like L. -L Collins. L. -L Collins has like $10 million plus. More? Seven. He has like $16 million in incentives in his contract. And I'm shocked that he signed it. I would be more shocked if Matthew took a similarly incentive-laden deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. And I... I don't think Matthew's going to get a long-term deal. I I, th- I think the the ship has sailed on that, and maybe not. May, maybe it still happens. It just it doesn't feel that way, right? Whatever the market was, the Chiefs' crappy defense kicking him to the curb, rese- uh, you know, paying another safety that's younger. Look, I I get it, and I, I do know this. I know Jamar respects the hell out of Tyron Matthew. Went yeah. out of his way to praise him ahead of that first matchup against the Chiefs. So I, I again, I I don't want to rule it out but to me it would be like a oh he's still out there imagine if we could move around this chess piece we maybe we weren't able to get larry Oak and Joe Joby done or we weren't able to get uh the corner that we wanted the veteran corner that i still think they want to add so you know l- let's let's add the honey badger and and we'll kind of tweak things the way we do things defensively but i don't think they're like at P- pbs right now planning to make a run at tyron Matthews.
0: Yeah, I I would be very surprised. Just just looking back at when he went to Houston, he had been an all-pro in 2015, and then he had two years where he wasn't even a pro bowler. And then he went to Houston on the one-year deal. Then he goes to Kansas City, and he's back to being an all-pro and Mm -hmm. a pro bowler. So, you know, a little bit of a gap there in those last two years in Arizona. He'd also missed some time in 2016, played the full season in 2017. Anyway, let's revisit our Chad Johnson question. A little bit,
1: very little, by the way, I'll let you know, very little under under 85 milliseconds. Go ahead.
0: And and some other questions from Brian and new day Dre in L.A. coming up next.
1: But first, I got to tell you about Bet online because it's a one stop shop for all things wagering. And look, it's it's final four time on Saturday, baby. It's final four time. You're going to be watching. I'm going to be watching. You're at least going to be paying attention and well, do you got Duke? You think Coach K is going to get it done? Will shorthanded Villanova beat Kansas and advance to the title game? You can wager at Bet Online right now. It's your one, number one source for all things betting and sports info. And maybe you want to wager on the Bengals to win the AFC or win the AFC North. You can do that in so much more. One spot Bet Online. So head to the website today. Use your mobile device. Sign up for free
0: at Bet Online where the game starts. James, our next question comes from Brian at B art Bo, And he wants to know if you've been drug tested recently, <laughs> really out here <laughs> thinking Chad can still play in the NFL. This is how I imagine his tone is. Uh, one, I haven't
1: been drug tested Two, all you fools coming at me because I have confidence in the most accomplished receiver in Bengals history up to this point. Uh, all you fools can kick rocks. What's the second part of Brian's question? Because I know my guy, Beard, I met him uh, before the Raiders game. I know he's got a second question.
0: He has a serious question. He wants to know if there will be any major changes or shifts coming with scheme style of play on offense or defense, or if things will more or less be the same. And, you know, there are always new wrinkles and little developments, but big changes, little changes. What do you think? I think offensively,
1: there could be some pretty big changes that we just haven't seen from a, and, and I don't even want to say a scheme standpoint. It's from a, oh my God, we actually have time to operate standpoint. And oh, Kappa and and Collins, you, you know, the, the two C's on the right side, they can actually get push on third and short. Oh, so we, we could be confident in calling these plays. Hold on. We can call a quarterback sneak that doesn't result in fourth and short, that <laughs> they actually pick up the yard, right? And, and so then uh, that that's the exciting thing for me is because even when it was Andy Dalton and, uh, you know, that 2009 te- or 2019 team, uh, the 2020, team, there's a lot of this playbook, I think, that Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan had to, I, I wonder if they even worked on it after camp <laughs> because they were like, yeah there's no way we're going to call a lot of this stuff, you know? I, and, and so I think we're going to see more drop back passing. I think we're going to see some five-step drops. I think you're going to see um, extra chances for Burrow magic. And the other thing I'm interested in, Jake, is – and you've talked about this. We had Sans on, Mike Santagata talk, talk about this, the run fit and, and how these guys fit together because they're not necessarily – even though they're better – It's not like they scream as a trio. Oh my God, they're going to be great in the wide zone. So how does that aspect of it, do do they change it? Do they adapt the run game a little bit? Or do these guys end up just being great fits as a unit and the run game ends up being much improved either way? I think the bar is much higher offensively and, and that means it's going to change things and unlock some wrinkles we haven't seen.
0: I think when you have two guys that can block the wide zone in your tackle spots really well, yeah. Your interior guys don't necessarily have to be perfect. At it as long as they're not like I don't know, moving in molasses or or Trent Brown or whatever, like moving really slowly. Not that there's anything wrong with Trent Brown, it's just, you know, he doesn't move the quickest for a tackle. So as long as you don't have that equivalent on the interior, like a Bradley Bozeman for example, who ended up signing yep. for less than $3 million a year. You can get away if you have the tackles, I think. So I, I don't know that we'll necessarily see Massive schematic changes. I think the one thing that you know we talked about with Mike and that I could see happening is more, more shotgun. I think we could see you know more unattached empty where they started the season. They might go back to that unattached, meaning the tight end is not attached to the line of scrimmage, um, because they really went away from empty until the Super Bowl in a lot in a, in a big way. For a lot of the season where they started going split back, split back protection against some of the blitzing teams started keeping tight ends and running backs in to block. And so those things might change, but I don't think we're going to see like massive sweeping changes. Mm -hmm. It'll be like you said, James, perhaps a little bit more confident in some of these ideas. And it's something that I'm really interested to ask seven step drops, baby. I mean, sure. That's a risk for any offensive line. I'll say. Like just, just so people, 32 to step know, drops,
1: like, go deep on one, ready, break.
0: Joe Burrow might still get sacked 35 times next year. And that might still be okay. Cause that's half of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's half. Yeah. He's going to take some sacks. Yeah.
1: And the Bengals are okay with that. I, I just, I don't want 35 limps,
0: you know? Well, yeah, that that's the part. I don't want 35 in, sacks it, in the first half of the season. <laughs> <laughs> which is what it felt like they were roughly at. But my, my point here is that I, I don't know that we're going to see massive philosophical or schematic changes. I think they kind of are in the direction they're going to be in. Hayden Hurst will be a different kind of tight end than CJ Uzama was. And the the offensive line being better should open things up a little bit. But I think the same core principles will be there, but it should be, you should see some you know better growth. It's the same plant, but it should look healthier this year. If that Mm -hmm. analogy works for anybody who's a houseplant aficionado.
1: Yeah, there's nothing like uh, dropping an analogy like that. All right. Next question comes from Daniel Ferris at Daniel underscore Ferris 30. And I kind of hinted at this earlier in the show, but is there a possibility that the Bengals are still in the cornerback market in free agency? And if so, who fits the team best? Now that Patrick Peterson
0: is off the board. Well, Stefan Gilmore, of course, is the no-brainer who is not a financial challenge at all to sign. That's my... No. Uh, the the Sorry, the,
1: I was taking a drink for the audio listener. That's, yeah, is not a financial challenge at all. And he's on the wrong side of 30. So that's why so I, they weren't
0: in on Patrick Peterson either. Go ahead. S- Steven Nelson's still out there. Again, I think I said this recently. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're just not interested at this point. This is two years in a row they haven't been playing in his waters, and you would imagine that he's relatively affordable. And everyone else out there you would look at and you would say, okay, one-year deal. Everyone else is is 30-plus, so I don't think they're necessarily interested in any of these guys on my list for a long-term deal. But I wouldn't be mad at Joe Hayden on a one-year deal. No. Or no, I, or somebody like that. I don't know if there is anybody else quite like that. Like Xavier Rhodes, not really interested. I don't even know if he's still available. Bryce Callahan, I think, is is more suited to the slot. He is. And Jason Barrett can't stay healthy. And he might have re-signed. I can't remember.
1: No, he's still out there. Uh, Trey Waynes is still out there, if you are interested. Um, mm-hmm. Very. <laughs> PJ Williams, Robert Alford, uh, A.J. Uh, Boye. Uh, Bouye, oh, there's one. I say
0: it wrong. There's um, one. Kevin. You could see a one year deal there for Boya. You could.
1: Well, and they brought him in for a visit last year, if you remember. Um, I, I think they're gonna sign one of these guys. I would go after Joe Hayden. I because here's the thing knows the AFC North. Yeah, he's 30 plus years old. You're you're asking him it's a one year deal, anyways. And that's the difference. If you're Hayden, well, hell yeah, I want to chase a ring with the Bengals and stick it to the Steelers and stick it to Deshaun Watson and the Browns. Like, why wouldn't you? Just you know? tour the AFC North. Um, so th- that would be the one where I would say, oh, well that, that makes sense. And then who knows, maybe Eli Apple beats him out, but signing, signing one of those guys doesn't prevent you from going after the, you know, a corner at 31, which everyone seems hell bent on right now. And, and so, yeah, I think they'll do both if to, to answer, uh, Daniel's question.
0: There's also Trey flowers still out there. New Dre, new day, Dre in LA. At Andre Edwards 06, asked about Trey Flowers. I think this is a quick one. I, I still think that he could be back for the mm-hmm. Bengals. He was a street free agent last year, picked up in the middle of the season, right? It was after mm-hmm. Seattle cut him. Or was it a waiver claim? Do you remember?
1: No, it was, uh, they claimed him.
0: It was a waiver claim. Okay. Yeah.
1: C- Seattle cut him and they claimed him. Yep.
0: Still, I wouldn't imagine he's in terribly high demand. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals brought him back. We have a few more questions to get to here, James, including Brian Scott wants to know if the Bengals are done with free agency. And our old pal, the Bengalorian, oh. reappears in the mailbag for the first time in uh, quite a while, I would say. Welcome back, Bengalorian.
1: Yeah, nice we'll get you to, to, to those
0: questions to finish up the show coming up next. But first, a word from Built Bar, the number one
1: protein bar on the planet Someone joked with me on Twitter and it made me laugh that, man, if you uh, give me a bunch of built bars, I'm, you know, a couple of plays away from, uh, or a couple built bars away from playing in the the slot much, you know, if I believe that Chad Johnson can still play. The bottom line is, is Chad's got his diet. I got mine and you know how he loves McDonald's. Well, I love built bars because they're high in protein. They're low in sugar. They're low in calories, but they're covered in 100% chocolate. So they taste like a candy bar and they have a bunch of different flavors and Let's be honest, you know, you're on the go, you need to get a healthier snack, you want to try to eat healthier, it's hard to do. It was hard to do during football season, Built Bar helped me do it, so check them out right now at built.com, use promo code LOCK15, you're going to get 15% off. Why wouldn't you want to try the number one protein bar on the planet, the best protein bar on the planet, especially if you could save money, get 15% off right now, so do it. Built.com, promo code LOCK15. Be like me, be like Jake, and who knows? Maybe Chad Johnson is a Built Bar away from making an NFL return. So go there now. Built.com, promo code LOCK15.
0: That's really what's missing, James, and that's the whole reason for my skepticism in Chad johnson is that while he is working out a lot, we all know he's on the McDonald's diet and not the Built Bar diet. So yeah. Brian Scott.
1: Both. Just eat eat a double cheeseburger. And then crush a built bar and
0: things the double, good. double, right? The most economical calories in America. There you go. I think. I don't know. It's probably close. Brian Scott is our next question. James at Brian seven six seven three on Twitter. He would like to know if the Bengals are done with free agency.
1: Nope. They're going to sign a corner. I think they sign an interior lineman. I just don't think they might sign an edge rusher. Like I don't think they're cl- close to done. But it might not be the level of player that people are eyeing but I would think that they would address two of those three spots and they may still resign Quentin Spain. So, you know, there's, there's four positions up for grabs for me. It would be like guard, maybe or Trey Hopkins let this still out there, right? So it'd be guard interior off uh, defensive line, cornerback, all three of those, uh, you know, I, I could see uh, someone fitting into that mix. Uh, and then edge, I think edge is a dark horse as well.
0: So Trey flowers for corner Quentin mm-hmm. Spain for guard, And Larry Mm -hmm. Ogunjobi for defensive tackle. Boom. Sign me up. Like, sign me up. That'd be great. If you could get,
1: and obviously Larry Ogunjobi's the one, that would be like, ooh. But I think there's a shot. I really do. I don't think he's going to get the bag. And if you're Larry, why not stay in Ohio?
0: He proved it once. Why not prove it twice?
1: Yep. Oh, It's my turn to ask a question. I forgot about that.
0: (laughs) So this is how we've We've always done it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you did a good job of delaying there. And I'm like, why isn't he asking me a question? David Skeggs at Dave Skeggs on Twitter says he's still concerned that the offensive line is an injury or two away from being terrible again. Can you guys convince me I'm wrong? Thanks for the pod, especially as an out of towner. I love having Bengals content. And he didn't say this, but I'm going to paraphrase. He thinks that we're the best podcast ever. Thanks, David. Um, no, but do, do you think uh, you think the Bengals are an injury too? injury or two away from having an awful offensive line again
0: well we appreciate that to reiterate the uh the appreciation <laughs> for for the kind words i think that many offensive lines are an injury or two away from being much worse but i do think that the bengals depth if they don't get better could leave something to be desired which is why we're talking about guys like quentin spain and Trey Hopkins. Not that I think that Trey Hopkins' return is particularly likely. But Quentin Spain, I think, more likely, and I think would help. Just because mm-hmm. he's a, a piece, you know, if if one of the guards gets hurt, even if he's not starting, he, he can help provide depth. Your tackle yeah. depth right now is Isaiah Prince and maybe Deontay Smith. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a draft pick coming. Maybe there's another guy that they end up bringing in at some point because they let Fred Johnson go. And so what about, gone. what about Riley reef? He's still I mean, there. He's just out there. Yeah. He's well, he hasn't he's retired. I feel there. like if he comes back for a job, it'll be another similar contract of one year starting money, you know, low, lowish end starting money contract.
1: Hmm. I don't know. He maybe played on it- that. he played on the left side, didn't he it just true or false? He played on the left side. Most of his career.
0: Left tackle for much of yep. his career. That's left
1: right. side. Okay. All right. Well, man, that left guard spot looks mighty, mighty fine. And then you get an injury. Hey, Riley. Left tackle, right tackle. Let's roll. Is he we're versatile? We're versatile.
0: That's what we do. And and speaking of versatile linemen, by the way, the Bengals apparently are going to be hosting Jamarie Sawyer, the Georgia, he played left tackle for them quite a bit, the versatile mm-hmm. offensive lineman for from Georgia for a top thirty workout, I think. This is from Justin M underscore NFL today. Does a great job of reporting on visits and these sorts of things. So we'll just drop that little tidbit in there for you. But yeah, I mean, you're looking at backups of Hakeem Adenergy, Isaiah Prince, Trey Hill, Deontay Smith, Lamont Gilliard. I think his his contract may or may not have expired.
1: It's that scary be still.
0: Better because Carmen is currently s- sort of slotted in as a starter. It's either Carmen or Deontay Smith as a backup.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's both
0: have a lot to prove. It's, it's 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 just a lot to prove. I think it's kind of where where how I look at it. Anyway, uh, our next question: Do you have something else there? Nope. Okay, I want to get next to this question.
1: one, the fun one.
0: The Bengalorian are the Bengals drafting a wide receiver in the first three rounds? And this is how I know you are the Bengalorian, James. If not, is it even worth it after the first three rounds? <laughs>
1: 31. It's on the table right now. It's it's going to be five wide. You know, everyone thinks the Bengals offensive line is fixed anyway. Well, the strength of the team is Joe Burrow. You might as well get him another weapon instead of worrying about, oh, we need another cornerback anyways. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, man. they. they uh, I, I actually think they are in at wide receiver. Wouldn't be shocked at all if it's a day two pick. Would be surprised at 31. Uh, day two would not be shocked. I think they were looking at receiver early day three last year um so i don't, i don't think they necessarily considered it with osai on the on the board in round 3 but th- those next picks i think receiver was certainly in play i think they're it's going to be in play here what cuz they're picking at the end of round 2 63rd and, and then you're picking at the end of round 3 could be a wide receiver could be someone that but because that's the thing is they they got lucky with injuries last year t higgins missed two games the receivers their trio is healthy they need a fourth guy and they've re-signed a lot of these guys that aren't force, And so they need someone that if one of them gets dinged up, they're confident in. The good news is, is Jamar's versatile, can play in the slot, can play outside, you can move him around. So let's say Boyd gets dinged up and you draft an outside receiver. Well, that's fine. You can make that work. But I, I do think that they need to address the position. They didn't in free agency, outside of bringing their own guys back. Absolutely, I think it's in play. I would, I would say first four rounds is a borderline guarantee first three rounds though i I think it you know on that day two would not shock me one bit
0: wouldn't shock me i'm not to the point of saying i think i would guarantee it but even even if nobody gets hurt wide receivers don't play the entire game and it would be helpful think of like christian kirk how christian kirk who just got paid boco bucks how he started his career was often he was coming in as a fourth receiver. He was coming in as a sub. He was coming in in four wide receiver sets in Arizona. And and that's how he kind of carved out a niche. And when he went onto the field, they didn't lose anything. He could still be a deep threat. And so having a guy that when T Higgins needs a blow and, you know, he, this, this fourth wide receiver comes off the bench for his five to eight snaps a game, you might as well get Chad Johnson out there, James. You're, you're convinced that he can get open against anybody for five snaps a game. But you could also draft somebody who's 25 years younger to potentially try to do the same thing. And, and that's where the idea of not just injury depth, but also like a contributor that can do more than catch one big pass a year like Trent Irwin did or come in for a Super Bowl two point play like Trent Taylor did. You know, you're looking for a little bit more, I think, from your wide receiver four, which I think is the point you were you were making there.
1: Part of it. The other part of it is, is I'm going to tweet at Chad or maybe I'll just call Chad and I'm gonna let him know what you you think. You know what he's going to do? He's going to fly to Canada where, yeah, you're right. He didn't have success in the CFL and he's going to punch you in the head because he's also a good boxer. Well, so yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for that part of it. Um, that being said. You're not yeah, allowed to it, hit it,
0: people because they make jokes about you, James. Will Smith has taught us that. I, I, whatever. Chad's on a different it,
1: – it, you you don't do it in front of <laughs> a, a mil, millions of people. Yeah, idiot, Will. You do it by – look. Oh, it's right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to do it when no one's looking. That's the difference. Um, but that being said <laughs> – I'm kidding. kidding For those that don't realize it, Um, no, they need a receiver. It wouldn't shock me. They got seven picks. I could see two corners. I could see two corners, one offensive lineman, a tight end, a receiver, a defensive lineman, maybe two defensive linemen. But I I, I think there's going to be probably two skill players at least on offense they draft. You know, and then an offensive lineman. So maybe three offensive players, four defensive players. Wouldn't jump me one
0: bit if that's what they go with. Seems reasonable. There could also be a trade back. Uh, really quick, there's one other question here I wanted to hit. Notorious BLJ, Bill, wanted to know if Brandon Wilson is a cut candidate, points out it's a $2 million cap yeah. saving, points out that Chris Evans looks really good as a kicker turner. I agree. I think Brandon Wilson is absolutely a cut candidate. I think we've talked about that. I'm a little bit surprised it didn't happen when they – we're in the throes of free agency when it was at its peak, but now
1: going all the way back to our first question, you take Brandon Wilson, the safety, you take that $2 million and you apply it to honey badger. Yeah. Boom. That's where the question was. That's where it should have been. Boom. That That's how we work, man. And then you can where's save your, where's your money chain by, by put, signing,
0: put, put your chain, how on. is
1: that a take? You save 2 million bucks. So let's say you sign them to a, a $8 million deal. Yeah, I think that's a take. How is that a take?
0: $8 million. You think Honey Badger signed for $8 million at this point? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. The
1: top safety on the market signed for 14. The top. The number one. Yeah. The best. So that means if Jesse Bates was a free agent, he probably would have gotten 14 in this market. 14.
0: Maybe. I'm not saying I think Tyron Matthews is getting 14 million. I just... I I would be, maybe not. Maybe I should lower the, the price point either way. April it's April, Jake. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's plenty of really good players still available. Yeah. And the Bengals could get
1: two more million dollars in cap
0: space. Bobby Wagner just signed a $10 million a year deal at linebacker. Yeah. Okay. Very good. We'll wrap the show there. We'll wrap the week there. James, you need to just permanently wear that chain. I think. I think, I think it's just like ingrained in your, in your body. Like you put it on and it just kind of became part of you is what happened.
1: Maybe, maybe, maybe not. You know, it's like a whole crux or whatever on Harry Potter.
0: Yeah. Horcruxes. We're we're really, we're really out there. That's going to do it for this week of locked on Bengals.
1: I'm accurate. Go ahead.
0: We'll be back next week. The draft, as we've talked about getting closer and closer, the focus will continue to shift. In that direction, maybe it's our first mock draft simulator mock draft Monday. Who knows what the future holds here on Locked On Bengals? Until next time, Bengals fans, who day, and have a good one.